Get that feeling in the morning. Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Tinley and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We are the Russian vaccine of the radio industry. We're first in. We don't work. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Can <laughs> Russia sue me? No. There's word, there's word, mate. There's word that the old Russia has uh, has the old vaccine for the old... Uh, you heard of coronavirus? I have heard of yeah, it. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently uh, they've, they've got something. But what are they putting in it? Oh, <laughs> come on, mate. They were rushing to be the first. <laughs> hey, hey, in 15 minutes' time, uh, during coronavirus, yeah. I have continued my ISO head. That yeah. is, my hair is now long and luscious. My beard is is full and puby. <laughs> it is very puby. Uh, you added something. Some, hey, mate, some people like it. You added something recently to the ISO head. Yeah, P-Tail. I'd like to. Um, I'd like to add another thing, and I'm going to show it to you next. Oh, to, like so, you want to add something to your body, yeah, but you're asking just, for me. Pos- for permission. Exactly. Like a 1950s marriage. <laughs> I'm all in. Uh, Michael Ross, but up next, we will have to dive into the science side of our show. Uh, we do like to drop like the big news, you yeah. know, like New Zealand, they're going into lockdown. Oh my God, thank God I, I tuned into Mitchell and Michael. I wouldn't have known that. But yeah, Russia might actually have a have a vaccine for the old COVID-19. Can I just quickly check? Do you know anything or do I now have to research in one song? All stop spiling it. <laughs> what do you stop. What do you reckon? <laughs> Honestly, how long have we been together? Six years? Six I'm years as a show? To work! It's 96.1 SAFM. It's 96.1 SAFM. Coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, a, a staple, a thing that we've missed for so long because of coronavirus here on the Limestone Coast, is coming back. Stick around after 7 to find out more. Speaking of coronavirus... Oh, mate, look, everyone tunes into this show for breaking news. I mean, some say it's laughs and, and light humour, but that's just, that's the add-on. That's the salad. I would say know? that we break the news, as in we, we ruin it <laughs> and, and smash it into pieces. Well, congratulations, world. We've done it. <laughs> Russia has a vaccine for coronavirus. Uh, Go to a song. <laughs> no, not Russia. Like... This is the space race all over again. That's exactly what I was saying. Look, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Russia claims to, and they seem pretty reliable, uh, they claim to have a vaccine for the old COVID-19. Putin himself yep. said he gave it to his own daughter. <laughs> Would that man sacrifice a member of his family just to be first? <laughs> How dare you slander my... Uh, uh, Kremlin Lord. He said, uh, he said that I give to my own daughter. She had two shots, yes. And, uh, yeah, after... two shots. All she had was a high fever. What do you mean that's all she had? That's not good. Well, they have side effects. Yeah, but they're supposed to be very minor side effects. Maybe like swelling at yeah, the point of the injection. Yeah, a mild high fever. <laughs> and he's like, now she has more antibodies, yes. But look, they do normally, I think it's like a minimum of like six months or something of human trials. Um, they did it after two. The, so that, yeah. No, but that just means it worked really well. It, it worked so well. They went, wow, like, these monkeys have like, there's a lot of, are feeling great. A lot of tradies listen to this. You ever like plan the whole day, like, oh, this is going to take forever, and you boys just knock it out in two hours? Go to the pub, have a beer. <laughs> That's all Putin's doing. He's like, got a vaccine. Yeah, but Let's go party. Stick it on the tradie line. It'd be like saying, I need you to build a house. Yep. The bricks are not yet set. 
So yeah, but they will. They're a little bit soft, but they'll set once they're up. But they will be. But they will be. Look, it's, dang- it's a dangerous no, thing. Tell me this. This is all I want you to answer, Mr. Yeah. Egghead. Could he be right? Is he just taking it out of the oven early, but it could be cooked? It could it, be. It could be the right ingredients and everything. We just don't. His, this, this steak is either going to be blue and bloody, or it's going to be perfectly medium rare. That's where he's... It's a gamble. He doesn't know. But if, it pull, if they pull it off, then all hail my Russian overlords. <laughs> <laughs> 6.1 SAFM, it's 6.22, Mitchell and Michael, and throughout coronavirus, I have continued my ISO head. I've got longer hair, have not had a haircut since December. Really? That long? Yeah, it was before the wedding. I haven't shaved in months, Yep. years even, because this bad boy has taken a long time to cultivate. Yeah, it's very much like uh, people not shaving their head until a certain thing is done. Now, you added... In the ponytail. You said res- we got more restrictions. Mm-hmm. So rather than shaving it off, rather add stuff on. ease, mm. added in the ponytail. Very nice. Yep. New edition this morning. What do you think of a little a little braid? Hang on, did it just fall out? It did a little bit. A little, uh, the Jedi oh, like braid. A, like a Padawan. Like a Padawan. Like a Padawan. What do you think? Uh, this take- is a disco soul there, by the way. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, can you take your headphones off for a moment? Mm. You know what it looks like? What? It looks like you have gum in your hair. Yeah, it's... I would like a better one. I tried to do this blind on my way to work. I was, why? Like, by choice? Yeah, I was like, I would just quickly do a little Jedi braid. Obviously, it hasn't worked, but, but thoughts on the addition of the Jedi braid. Down behind the ear, you're thinking you're Anakin, you're Obi-Wan from the prequels. Only good thing to come out of the prequels, the Jedi braid. All right, calm your nerd butt down. <laughs> um, look, I don't mind it, but I feel like it benefits you. Because you get to be like, oh, this, yeah, oh, I'm doing it for the radio. But really, you get to live out your nerd fantasy as <laughs> no, a Jedi. certainly so, not. I'd never do that. For the sake of that, no. Duh. <laughs> Threw my lucky away. No. no, you know what? Pick it back up. Because I'm going to throw it up on uh, 96.1 uh, SAFM Facebook page. And if you get 50, 50 likes, I will let you keep it. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to make it a better one. Yeah, so make it a better impressed. one. Yeah. And then you get to decide whether or not I add the Jedi braid to my ISO head. Coming up... <laughs> Yeah, that's right, mate. We've got some work to do. Coming up after 7 o'clock this morning, uh, someone has actually put together a very succinct, clean, beautiful presentation for potentially why Mount Gambia should get trams. Yes, I didn't even know we had buses. A light rail system. More on that after 7. Monorail. (laughs) But this morning I found out some very valuable information. What did you find out? I found out the Queen's favourite film. Oh. Queen Elizabeth II, our monarch. Hello, tis I, Queen Elizabeth, and my favourite film... That's the one. ...of all time is Flash Gordon. Really? (laughs) The 1980 classic, (laughs) Flash Gordon. This is according to Brian Blessed, 
who is a large bearded English actor who appears in Flash Gordon. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then I could say Scott Morrison's favourite show is The Mitchell Michael Show. Uh, he's famous for such lines as... With all his men, he couldn't even kill Flash. Gordon's alive! Gordon's alive! And that's what the Queen gets him to say when they meet up. Really? He says, when I meet with the Queen, she watches Flash Gordon every Christmas... I don't know why she chooses Christmas, but every Christmas she watches Flash Gordon. The Christmas classic, <laughs> Flash Gordon. She watches it with all the grandkids, all the little prince and princesses. Yeah. And when she meets Brian Blessed, she's like, do the, do the line, Brian, do the line. And he, Gordon's alive. And there we go. That's the Queen's favourite film of all time. Is that the most medieval thing you've ever heard? Like, he's probably just a prisoner. And he like he waits in a jar, and she's like, "Say it, say the line. Bring out Brian in the funny hat. How old, Do it, Brian? How old would she have been when Flash Gordon came out? So what's that? Forty years ago? What's she about nine hundred and seven? Yeah, so a cool eight hundred and sixty. Quick math. <laughs> uh, but no, like she would have been quite old to watch Flash Gordon. Yeah, she you? she would have been about fifty something. You would imagine in nineteen eighty. Would it appeal to her? Obviously, maybe too. Prince Charles at the time. No, well, he would have already been in his 20s. So it would have been like Harry and, and, and Will. They would have liked a bit of Flash Gordon. Mm. But every Christmas... Why is this a Christmas movie? Mm. Is this going to be one of those things that's like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Do we go 13, 12, 16, what's your favourite bizarre movie? Because like, we were even talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Like Anyone can like, oh, The Dark Knight's my favourite, or like Easy. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, like, every footballer in the AFL, that's on his profile. I like the Shawshank yeah, Redemption. Yeah, it's like, no, is your favourite movie like Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants, or like something okay. like that. 13, 12, 16, your favourite film, but it can't be your, a, yeah. it can't be a mainstream choice. Like American Pie 7, when they like, <laughs> they're on their third rotation of people. The most obscure favourite film. That's what we're looking for. 30, 12, 16. Go in the running to win 50 bucks to Faster Pasta. We'll be drawing our call of the week on Friday. 6.1 SAFM. New sport and weather not too far away, but we're talking movies this morning on Mitchell and Michael because we found out that Queen Elizabeth II, her favourite film is Flash Gordon. The 1980 classic featuring Brian Blessed. I am. Uh... alive! It, the only way I know that movie is from the movie Ted, I think it is. Because it's uh, Mark Wahlberg's and Ted's favourite film. Yeah, that's the only way I know that film. We're asking, what's your favourite film? But it can't be a mainstream favourite film, so it can't be Gone with the Wind. Shawshank Redemption. Star Wars. Like, they're too easy. No, you don't want that. Now, you can go in the running for Faster Pasta. 50 bucks to Faster Pasta is up for grabs. They're back serving dining customers for lunch and dinner. Book now. We'll draw a call of the week on Friday. We've got Damo on the line. Damo, what's your obscure favourite film? Uh, Running on Empty. Running on Empty. <laughs> Why is Running on Empty your favourite film? Oh, basically it was made where I, was, where I grew up when I was a young fella and uh, it's a good Aussie film. Oh, okay. That's awesome. How many times have you seen it? Sorry, how many times I've seen it? Yeah. Um, until the VHS wore out, and then I found it on DVD, and I've worn that out too. <laughs> you wore out a DVD. Wow. <laughs> you you um, really... It's running on empty now, isn't it? Yeah, it is running on empty. If you can find it, seriously, sit down and watch it. All right, I'll add that to my list. Thanks, Thanks Damo. You're in the running. No worries, thanks. So, Running on Empty, 1982 Australian action film, was shot in Cambilago Petrol Station near Cobar 
and Sydney in New South Wales. So that's obviously it was shot in a petrol station. Yeah, in the petrol station. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty low budget movie. Two million dollars. It flopped as well. It only made one point two at box office because it was shot in a petrol station. <laughs> it was funded by the film corporation of WA, but filmed in New South Wales. Really? Yeah, yes. I want to watch this now. It's no, all no, about no. it's all about racing. It's like Flashdance, where she's she works at a steel mill by yeah. day and dances by night. They work at a steel mill and race cars by night. That sounds good. Ninety six point one SAFM. It's seven ten. Mitchell and Michael. Michael Ross. Yeah. Is there a product that you can think of in your head that you're just so upset that a company took away? Polywaffles were a big one in high school. I yep. remember that the, the, the Polywaffles ended. They did eventually come back, though, or are coming back. But I even had a teacher task us. She was like, who can find me the last Polywaffle? Because we knew it was it was going away. See, my big thing was, and I don't know if you got this or if anyone else did, but KFC used to do a popcorn chicken quesadilla. Big fan. Oh. <laughs> like to this day, I was up maybe like 2010, 2011. Yeah. Limited time only. Boy, was a limited time only. <laughs> I would do anything to bring that back, and I've often sent messages. I've <laughs> rocked up. And just like, just ask for one, yeah. And they just they cannot do it. And a friend of mine was telling me a story about do you remember dirt dessert from Yogo? Yes, because it was talking, that amazing flavor. Yeah, I was talking about it the other day and taken away, can't find them, can't get them. That's true. She told me that she loved them so much that she sent a letter really? to the company to y- Yogo to the old <laughs> Yogo. She's like, Dear Yogo Gods, uh, my name is Holly, I'm from Perth. She's like, the true sorrow that our children and our children's children will never experience the flavoursome joy of the one you call Dirt Dessert. She's just like, some of my fondest childhood memories are that of the, the Dirt Dessert, and my heart truly breaks to see the empty place on the shelf uh. where they used to stand. Um, just, I'm becoming increasingly concerned that one day when my generation passes, no one will be around to remember all Dirty, dessert. <laughs> and she goes on and basically going, please, I beg of you, return dirt dessert to our fridges, our lunchboxes, and our hearts, or at least send me a lifetime supply. We'd love dirt dessert enthusiast. And you know what? It, it started a, a trend. She got a reply. Yeah. The lady is, I would say, the customer service. Okay. Uh, it says, good morning, Holly. Thank you for your email. I will pass this on to our marketing department. Hopefully, they will consider relaunching the product. So, have you or has anyone ever gone to this extent to bring back a product? And we will not accept writing into the radio station saying, bring back Jace. That is... (laughs) (laughs) Because we got those letters. We got them. Two and a half years ago, we we got those letters. We put them in the bin! (laughs) But anything else... What have you tried to bring back? Yeah. 13, 12, 16. What have you tried... To bring back. It's a lot of effort. It's mm. a lot of effort that your friend's gone to. Mm. I, so I hope it pays off. Yeah. I really do. Send us a message if you send in a le- letter. or Give us a call on 13, 12, 16. Maybe you can just tell us of a product you wish was back and we'll do that. We'll, we, yeah, we can write a letter for you. 96.1 SAFM. Special yeah. Michael. Are you a big fan of Marmalade? I do like a bit of Marmalade. I yeah. do. I don't have it in the fridge. But Marmalade's I do like up it. there with ProMite for me. So you get your Vegemite, your jam, that's your obvious. Marmalade or Promite. If you offer me that, like as an additional thing, like you got, we got Vegemite, we got jam, we got marmalade, 
Promite. Promite. I'm like, Why would you have Promite and Vegemite though? Why would you have marmalade and jam? Because marmalade is a different kind of jam. Nah. What do you, are you just going thing. strawberry jam? Is that yeah. the only jam that exists here? Raspberry jam. I like plum jam, mate. You like plum jam? I like plum jam. What are you, 87? <laughs> anyway, stick around. <laughs> Look, something has come back to the region. We'll have more on that in about 10 minutes' time. We've been waiting for months for this to return. It's grand reopening this weekend. No, we had one of those clubs. Oh, I gotcha. No, no, no. Gotcha. We don't have gotcha. those. Gotcha. 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 I know you've been searching. Oh, and others, <laughs> others have been searching for their favourite foods. Supply and demand, speaking of. Your, your friend demands that... Dirt Dessert Yogo return to store shelves. Yeah, because I was looking at yogurt the other day because a diet said, like, oh, you might want to pick up some yogurt. And I was just like, does yogo count? And it doesn't, unfortunately. But it did make me think about that were some of the greatest memories we've ever had as children. Do you remember Vegemite Snackabouts? I do not. So they were like a little, you get three oh, biscuits. Oh, no, I do. Like, like cheese and crackers, except the Vegemite is where the cheese would be. Yeah. They don't exist anymore. They were a staple of many lunchboxes. So a better example would be like a La Snack. Yeah, imagine a La Snack. They yeah. do still exist because yeah. I had some last and year. Because they're amazing. Why would you want to not make money? Uh, <gasps> Dixie drumstick in a biscuit? Oh, I do remember the ones that look like little fishes, but I think they're supposed to look like uh, chicken chickens. drumsticks. Yeah. Now, I've heard that they got bought out by Ritz, and they do kind of still exist, but it's not the same. Ritz-Carlton. The hotel. No, no. Ritz crackers. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, Incredibites. Do you remember? The, they, it was a weird looking box where like the chocolate comes out of the little pillow and then forms a face. I always remember the look of the box. You... And other kids who had them were cooler than me. Yeah, because everyone knows this. And parents, you probably are passing this down to your children as well. What is in your lunchbox? It's like prison. You know how cigarettes are the currency? Or yeah. at least everyone thinks it is. That's what it is in a schoolyard. If you had the dopest snacks, you were the king of the pack. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, Sunny Boys. Sunny Boys, as far as I can see, are out of production. And I know we've had people call the show before about their love for Sunny Boys. Yeah. So the ice, like the ice block freezer, I guess, is similar to a Sunny Boy. Yeah. Oh, we're just talking about childhood snacks now. Which is, but which one do we write a letter off to? Is what to bring back? Yeah. Ooh. Who should we approach? You can let us know on the Facebook page, ninety six point one on there. Send us a message. What would you like us to compose a letter for, demanding it come back to our stores and our lunch boxes? It's 96.1 SAFM 727. We've got new sport and weather on the way. Earlier this morning, we found out that Queen Elizabeth's favourite film of all time is the 1980 classic, Flash Gordon. She watches it every Christmas, according to Brian Blessed. Weird. Who is one of the actors in Flash Gordon. Was that just when she gets time to sit down? Yeah, she's been a very busy lady. Gets time with the grandkids, watches a bit of Flash Gordon. We'll try and find out what's your favourite obscure movie. We've got Ben on the line. What's yours, Ben? Blazing Saddles. Oh, I love Blazing Saddles. It's a Mel Brooks <laughs> classic comedy with it's, Gene Wilder. It's so politically incorrect at the moment. <laughs> yes, it probably w- it probably wouldn't get made ah, these days. I see. <laughs> but it's an absolute classic. It is there. Yep. All right, you own the running for our caller of the week. Thanks for chiming in. All right, no worries. Cheers, mate. And coming up after new sport and weather, we're going to keep this theme of movies rolling. I think you know what I'm talking about. Wow. It's coming back to the region. We're very excited. This isn't a plug. It's just huge news for the Limestone Coast. More on that in 10 minutes. 96.1, 
7.43, Mitchell and Michael now. And Mitch, I'm so excited. I legitimately am very excited for this to return to the Limestone Coast. It's been months. For months now, we've had businesses have their doors closed. You can't, you can't drink a beer at the bar in a pub. You've got to sit down. Yep. There's been so many restrictions. And one thing we weren't sure when we'd get it back is come back this weekend. The Oatmeal Cinema oh. is back. <laughs> Celebrations all round on the Limestone Coast. People are going nuts over the news. And I am legitimately excited. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, why? It's just the movies. Oh, you can watch everything at home. No, it's not about that. Me no. and you, Michael Ross, we love the cinema experience. Uh, I do. I like the fresh smell of popcorn. Yeah. I love waiting in a long line. Uh, I like. I love the seats. I like being able to eat three days worth of calorie intake in one sitting. It's amazing. I like having the Sahara Desert in my mouth while also washing it down <laughs> with the Indian Ocean. It is just an amazing mix. Oh, you can't you can't beat a cinema experience. It's just not going to happen. Whether there's a packed out cinema or you're the only ones in the cinema, Ugh. both are equally amazing experiences. And I'm just so happy that the back and so is everyone else on Limestone Coast. Now, are there any movies? There are. What would you What would you like to see? Are you feeling uh, Are you feeling a bit of a comedy, a bit of an action flick, a kids movie? Because uh, don't need to watch uh, kids movies. Uh, Not anymore. No, uh, I will go comedy. So David Copperfield uh, is showing. Is that the magician? But no, is that the, they do have the same name, don't they? <laughs> they do. But David Copperfield is a famous, I believe, Dickens story. Oh, Char- Charles Dickens, <laughs> and uh, so it's like in a, it's a it's a hilarious English comedy period drama uh, with Dev Patel, Hugh Laurie's in it. So a good line up there. If you want something a bit more uh, action, you could go Bill Gibson's back with Force of Nature. Uh, Star Wars is re-showing. So I'm probably going to be all over that. Star Wars New Hope, Episode 4, the original, the best. So, like, the movies are a bit thin, though. Hey, there aren't a lot of the moment. It's the new Russell Crowe one, Unhinged. Sonic's there for the kids. Okay. So... You know that, like, the, you know that Hollywood have, like, shut down, right? Yeah, but, like, yay, the cinema's back. But, I, like, we've gone through this morning. We've gone through people's favourite films. The Queen loves Flash Gordon. Uh, ben loves Blazing Saddles. Damo, he loved, uh, what, was, what was it called? It was the one with the petrol station. Uh, running on Empty. Running on Empty. I would love to see those. I'd love to see classic films there. If if movies Mate. are thin because of Hollywood, well, that's what I'd love to see. All I'm saying is just evening, just evening up this, so, this, <laughs> this little ad you've got going on. I don't know what you're getting for this. These are the... No, I'm getting nothing. Okay? I don't know, mate. And thanks for stepping in because I'm this is your, our rules, aren't they? I'm checking your receipt. I'm not getting anything for it. It's just big news in the region that they're back. It's not a plug. Like it is. It's good. It's great news. No, it's amazing. Like, I'm not getting anything for Matt, it. I love the cinema. I'm not even getting a little chock top. No, stop doing that. Stop. I'm you, not getting a, a medium combo with a notion of coke tax. You know that when you show up, they're going to be like, thanks, Mick. <laughs> Give you a little wink and hand it over. I'll be there to take it right off you. It's 96.1, 8.13, SAFM, Mitchell and Michael now. And Mitch, if you, if you see me on the streets, I might look one of two ways. I might look like a big old nerd. Or I might look like a little bit of a hipster. Oh, yeah? 
Okay. Especially at the moment with my ISO head, I got my long hair, you gave me a ponytail. I did. But there's one there's one piece of I guess there's an accessory that I wear every day, but I have two kinds. Glasses. Today, yes. Hey. Today I'm wearing my more nerdy ones. You are wearing your more nerdy glasses. They make you look smarter, more distinguished. Yeah, they're very sleek, very rectangular. They don't have a frame on the underside of the of the lens. To be fair, mate, I've never really paid that close attention. <laughs> these ones yeah. are like really multi-purpose. I can wear these like absolutely anywhere. You can hear with them as well. <laughs> okay, it's only one purpose, isn't to see. it? <laughs> to see. That's right. Don't drum it up. You're not the salesman. My stylish glasses, my black glasses, okay. make me look a little bit more hipstery. Sorry, more stylish glasses. I'm my more stylish, stylish glasses. Uh, but I can't wear them in as many places. They're not as reliable as these. Why not? Because they don't have the grip. These ones have like sort of rubber sort of sides that grip my head better. So I wear these when I play hockey. Can't you just see like a normal person? I don't wear my stylish black glasses because they would fall off. Yep, okay, get that, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Why don't you wear goggles like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've considered it. So I rock up to hockey training last night Yep. forgetting that I am wearing my nice stylish glasses. Okay, yep. And I'm going, oh, I'll just have to take this off, swap over to my practical ones that stay on my head so I can run around and hit the ball. Oh, no. My practical ones are not with me. Oh, no. I'm already running a bit late for training. I can't go back and get them. Okay. It's like, but if I run around in my nice black ones, they're going to fall off. They're probably going to break, and I don't want that. Yep. So I just take off my glasses. Oh, no, with your little beady eyes. <laughs> I don't have beady you eyes. You do have little beady eyes. <laughs> it's only because you're used to seeing me with glasses on. Now, here's the thing. I don't have to wear glasses. Like, by... <laughs> I'm sorry, you're wearing them by choice. <laughs> well... I'm allowed to drive a car without wearing glasses. My eyesight is deemed good enough to drive a car without wearing glasses. So I thought, I'll be okay. But I got my license about eight years ago. Oh, so it's probably deteriorated. Yeah. I took them off. I wasn't even sure if my team was on the field. Really? I was like, is that, is that the boys? <laughs> Are they over there? I recognise someone by their jersey that they always wear. Yeah. I'm like, there's Granny. I'll head out. It's definitely them. And I go out there. I'm like, okay. I don't need to see their faces. That doesn't matter. I can see their bodies. And just feel it. Just feel it. I can feel it. And then we do some quick drills to start with. I'm like, this is fine. I can see absolutely fine within about 10 meters. Yeah. And then the coach goes, okay, boys, uh, time to do some long passes. Oh. (laughs) And we're talking, like, we're talking across the whole field. Yeah. And... If anyone wondered last night, if any of my teammates wondered why I was so bad, including just running past the ball, the ball did not exist on long passes until the last 10 metres. I'm like, there it is. Just a big old blur. And then we have to go and collect the balls after after you do a drill. They get hit everywhere. They go, run and get them. (laughs) I ran and got what I thought was one. I ran over to the boundary. Not an emu egg. It was just, it was a piece of rubbish. Oh. It was a white surfier and I looked like an absolute clown. And you're just going to be able to jump in your car and drive a vehicle <laughs> with that eyesight. It's, it's a terrible, terrible decision. So can, don't worry, guys. I love my glasses. Can you get weekend. glasses goggles, though? Just to you finish get, this? You can no, get can goggles. you? Would you like, you would like me to get glasses? I'll look into it for yes, you, mate. Please. I'll be the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of Can the you look into field. it with my eyesight, not yours? So it gets done? 
24, it's SAFM. Get that great feeling with SAFM. And you can get a great feeling. You can feel better. Say feel again. With the one and only Dr. D. D, 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 D. Now, Dr. D, welcome back once again. We love having you on as our resident local pea plate physician. Thanks for having me. Now, we have for you this morning a bit of a medical mystery, a bit of a medical myth, perhaps. Coming in from Sam, they want to know whether it's true that we only use 10% of our brain. Oh, yeah. Ah, um, no, that is not true. We use most of our brain. We just don't use most of our brain all the time. We go with incorrect there. Is it different parts, but we do use... Is there any any part of the brain that for all of the time is not really being used at all? Like, it's only being used if I do Sudokus. Like, is (laughs) other than that, do we just kind of use bits and pieces? Um, There's probably, you know, some people have parts of their brain that they don't really want to address anymore. um, And that's kind of their own choice there, but... Yeah, if you only, you know, use your mathematical, logical part of your brain when you're doing Sudoku and not for anything else, then probably it's an underused area of your brain. Um, how, how much, personally, do you think I use? This is, why, this is why this is such a good question, because Mitchell is surely running at about 15%. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I think we should give Mitchell more credit for what he does. Yeah. That he's using yeah. communication part of his brain, but yeah. he's also doing a lot of planning and yeah. responding and reacting. Yeah. There's an emotional aspect. Yeah. It's a lot more complex than what, what it makes it seem. Yeah, that's right. How much of your brain do you use to be a jerk, Michael? <laughs> Not much. It's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say that is it more impressive to have a smaller brain like mine but use more of it or to have a bigger brain like Michael's but not use as much? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> so our brains are obviously bigger than yours right now, right? Because you don't. I think I would say every brain is special and unique in its own way. Okay. Thank, thank you. you, Dr. D. Thanks for no clearing worries. that one is there, up. Is there any medical advice you like? You want people to, to know just on your way out? Like, you know how doctors are just like, wash your hands, eat your vegetables. Is there anything new we should be doing? Uh, nothing new. Just washing your hands, keeping your social distance, and getting tested if you've got any symptoms. Uh, for COVID? Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, for anything, if you show symptoms. Thanks, Dr. D. No worries. Get you guys take care. feeling in the morning. Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. 96.1 SAFM, get that great feeling with Prince and Kiss. Mitchell and Michael now, and someone's floated an idea on on Reddit. And I, would, I wasn't expecting Reddit to include, like, a Limestone Coast is constituency. A, is there a Limestone Coast thread on Reddit? There's a thread, yeah. And they've floated the idea of what a light rail system would look like in the mount. Like a small train. Like a tram. Oh, why don't I say that? Anyway, <laughs> so the way that they imagine it would work is that it seems like basically Commercial Street, uh, East and West would get a, would get trams. Yeah. Uh, but the tram that goes east on Commercial Street would also go up Panola Road. Yep. It's a and someone has said it's not viable. I want to tell you that it is. What do you mean? I want to say that it is viable. Like, is in geographically or as in people? I think financially, no. <laughs> but I think you could easily do it uh, logistics-wise yeah. because there's there's side-of-the-road parking everywhere yeah. in Mount Gambia. Yeah. Absolutely everywhere. Yeah. So that means that the roads are quite wide. 
you take that out, that's where the cars go, yeah. and then where the cars go, you put the tram. Where do you park? You just you just build parking spots. You don't need a park. Just park on side streets. It's a tram. You don't need to drive. Do we have to, hear me out, Yeah. Uh, do we have to learn how to hook turn like Melbourne? Because of the trams. I'm not sure if that's because of the trams, the hook turns. I'd, I think it, have you, you've obviously, have you done one? Done a hook turn. Have you done a hook turn? Have I done a, have I done a hook turn? <laughs> no, I just keep driving straight. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not going right. Really if, why is there a parking spot in the middle of the road? That doesn't make any sense. It, it only makes sense when you finally complete the turn. And it's only if you get out of the way and the person behind you wants to go straight. What if they also want to turn? It doesn't make it's any sense. Anyway, uh, I didn't even know we had buses. Have you never seen I've one? Ne- I, okay, like that's that's um, being a bit extensive, but in all honesty, and I I swear on my unborn children, I have seen two buses in three. What about years. your born children? They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Light rail in Mount Gambier, yay or nay? Yay or nay? I just want to get people's thoughts yeah. on, the, on the topic. Let's go full AM radio. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a tram system? On Commercial Street and Panola Road, Bay Road. 6.1 SAFM, it's Mitchell and Michael. That's it for us today. We'll be back tomorrow from 6am. But if you missed anything on today's show, where should you go? The library. Why? Then the guy there will tell you how to use a computer and you can get uh, on to the podcast app, Mitchell nice. and Michael Show, on your favourite podcast app. We found out on today's show the Queen's favourite film. We talked about the reopening of yeah. cinema. We also had a little bit of Dr. D helping us out with our medical myths and mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Short Greg Murphy <laughs> on the way.